0: Welcome to 2021. On behalf of me and my co-host today, Ali Green, we really do hope that you had a fantastic New Year. It's really great to have you with us today, but no matter what your New Year and Christmas has looked like, we really do hope that you're able to connect with the real meaning for the season and deeply and richly connect with God at this time.
1: In fact, it's kind of tradition to have New Year's resolutions, and I thought that me and Steve should come up with New Year's resolutions for each other, but not tell each other until right now. So, Steve, have you come up with a New Year's re- resolution for me? Yeah, this
0: is the first that we have decided to do this with each other. It might go horribly wrong, but yes, yeah, so your New Year's resolution, Ali, yep. is I was thinking, one of the things that I'm particularly bad at is drinking water, okay? So every day, you've got to make sure that you drink at least the recommended two liters of water. Okay. And every time you drink water, uh, you've got to remember the fact that Jesus is the water of life. Oh God! I thought I had a beautiful, somewhat cheesy, can
1: my litres of water be made up of tea?
0: No, water oh. only, because that is the healthy way to go. Right? Right. So, come on, what is my we'll resolution see. for this okay. year?
1: So, Steve, your resolution is you might need a thesaurus for this, but okay. you've got to eliminate the words... Outstanding, beautiful, and brilliant. Oh my from word. The, from your vocabulary and replace them with other words. For anyone who knows good me luck. well
0: will realize that those words do regularly come out of my mouth. So what was it outstanding? And I'm an editor,
1: so I really
2: like to, um...
0: outstanding. What were the other ones? Beautiful, brilliant. Beautiful, brilliant. Alright, if I can get through even the hosting today without doing <laughs> that, we will have done well. But anyway.
1: Brilliant. Okay, <laughs> so we're actually having a service of thankfulness today, um, which is just such a good way to start the year. I think for all of us. 2020 had so many different highs and lows and it was just a really strange year and I know a lot of us really grew in our relationship with God, a lot of us had really low points but there's no better way to start off the year with just kind of focusing on what we've got to be thankful for and also thinking about the promises of God and kind of looking ahead and holding on to those for this year.
0: So we are some of our King's Arms family who uh, might want to tell us a little bit about how God has been faithful to them even through all the challenges of 2020. So let's watch this video.
3: We are very thankful to God for Zoe, our gift from God this year. She was born at home and has made this lockdown year very bearable.
4: In 2020, my health took a real nosedive. I ended up having to have surgery and um, there were consequences afterwards. But I am really thankful for greater revelation of God's love towards me, his intimacy in those dark spaces and his
5: faithfulness.
6: Thank you, Lord, that so many people got behind our Love Christmas initiative and we were able to bless hundreds of people with Christmas hampers. Working from home this year meant that I was able to rearrange my work schedule so that I could do TSM, and I'm loving it.
7: Thank you Father for still leading us and guiding us in 2020. You are such a kind shepherd.
1: In 2020, I really struggled with not being able to see friends and family like I'd like to, but I am really, really thankful for extra family time and um, for still being able to go into the prison and connect with people there.
8: One thing that I'm so grateful to Jesus for this year is the safe birth of my two little um, beautiful granddaughters, uh, Grace and Elsie.
4: So this year I'm thankful that we've been pushed out of our comfort zones and have done so many different things. But we had the opportunity to create some assemblies for a local school which was amazing to do and it got sent out in the end to over 50 different schools across the country and even to places like Zambia, Greece and Belgium. There have been many challenges in 2020, however I'm really thankful for increased community with my neighbours and for God's provision and a deeper connection with God. 2020 has been quite a year and been admitted to hospital three times. But I'm so grateful to God, He just had me. I felt so safe and secure.
8: I'm thankful for all the different ways that God has provided this year from a dental repair to a boiler breaking down and also helping us to move house. God has provided
6: each and every time.
4: In 2020 I had two health ailments that caused me a lot of pain causing me to take time off work but I'm grateful that the Lord has healed me of the pain.
1: In 2020 I struggled with depression and loneliness but God broke in
4: and he grew my arm and he filled me with joy and he delivered me. I am so grateful to God for the amazing 21 volunteers
1: that have stepped up to work with me on our new project, Retrack.
0: In 2020, there's been a number of issues with our house. I'm thankful that God is gradually providing for them and filling us with more and more faith every day.
1: We have lost so many opportunities and moments this past year. But as a family, we're going to choose to stay thankful and so grateful
4: for all that God's going to do in 2021. Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year.
0: what your year looked like, it's so true that he has continued to be faithful to us. So what we're going to do is we're going to have Mary lead us in worship as we express our adoration and appreciation to him.
4: As we come into this new year, we really want to just bring our best to God, we want to bring thankfulness, we want to enter this year It's our first opportunity to worship together. So let's bring everything that we have to him, bring our thanks, bring our praise. So I want to just read this psalm over us as we come to worship. It's Psalm 100. This is the Passion Translation. It says, lift up a great shout of joy to the Lord. Go ahead and do it, everyone, everywhere. As you serve him, be glad and worship him. Sing your way into his presence with joy and realize what this really means. We have the privilege of worshiping the Lord our God, for he is our creator and we belong to him. We are the people of his pleasure. You can pass through his open gates with the password of praise and come right into his presence with thanksgiving. Come and bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name, for the Lord is always good and ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you. He is so kind that it will astound you. And he is famous for his faithfulness toward all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted, for he keeps his promises to every generation. Let's thank God together.
2: Sing a billion songs, dance till my feet are numb, spin till I'm empty and poor. I can't praise you enough. I can shout till my voice gives way, leave till I happy. Never tell it all, Words of you, this will have to do. I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you. I'm so grateful. I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you I just want to thank you I'm so grateful thank you I'm so
1: Yeah, Father God, we are so thankful to you, so thankful for just everything that you have done for us. Everything we know, mm. you are going ahead of us in the year to do, God, yes. and most of all that you are with us right now, God. Thank you so much that your presence is with us, and that you're right here. Yes, God. Yeah, Father, that nothing goes um, unnoticed by you, God. Yes. Just thank you so much. I'm just going to read out um, part of Psalm 145. I just encourage you to, I guess, just stay really thankful in your hearts, um, hold on to the thankfulness of who he is Mm -hmm. and enjoy the promises for this year. I will meditate on your majestic, glorious splendor and your wonderful miracles. Your awe-inspiring deeds will be on every tongue. I will proclaim your greatness. Everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness. They'll sing with joy about your righteousness. The Lord is merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. The Lord is good to everyone. He showers compassion on all his creation. All your works will thank you, Lord, and your faithful followers will praise you. They will speak of the glory of your kingdom Mm. and they will give examples of your power. They will tell about your mighty deeds and about the majestic and glory of your reign. For your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. You rule throughout all generations. Mm. The Lord always keeps his promises. He is gracious in all he does.
0: Amazing. Amen. Well, listen. This week we're not just starting with thankfulness, but we're also beginning a week of prayer and fasting as a community here at the King's Arms. And so, to introduce what that's going to look like, let me introduce to you Justin and Ola.
8: Hi, I'm Ola, and this is Justin. Um, I have a testimony to share of answered prayer. A few months ago, I was unemployed, and um, I was invited to go to a friend's birthday party, and. Uh, that day, I actually had one pound in my bank account, and I had um, no free food. In my so I prayed in the talk court, like, please, like, when I go there, let like, there be so much food, I can just eat a lot of my dinner, and then also just, you know, stir um, people's hearts, so they actually give me food and stuff to take back. And when I went there, there was so much food I actually for ate. But on top of that, like. Um, my friend had a birthday she even gave me like a bag full of ingredients and her husband gave me money and it was just answers to prayer and i'm
3: just so thankful to god for that oh that's just brilliant i love these sort of first-hand stories of answered prayer it's such an encouragement we know that god has been at work um this year and there's nothing better than hearing sort of first-hand answers to prayer we know that scripture clearly speaks of the power of prayer and thanksgiving and the importance of gathering together as believers to remember what God has done and to refocus us us on Jesus Christ, our Saviour. We found that devoting the first week in January to prayer enables us to encourage each other and to corporately seek God's will for us, both as a community and as individuals. And they say hindsight's a wonderful thing. And I think if I knew now what 2020 was gonna be like, I know exactly how I would have started the year on my knees in prayer. And I'm pretty sure that's exactly how we need to start 2021, on our knees in prayer.
8: Exactly. And you know, that just brings to mind a verse I have, Philippians 3, verse 10. And it says, for my determined purpose is that I may know him. And the thing about prayer is that it's our opportunity to talk to God and it's our opportunity to be so intimately acquainted with him, that we love us do. And so, you know, imagine starting the year because of God mm-hmm. just seeing
3: Him. yeah. I should think that's balance Yeah, yeah. I know. I remember at the start of the first lockdown, you know, working from home or being forced to work from home, like a lot of other people, I, I quickly realised that I needed to establish some healthy routines. So, you know, regular exercise, regular bedtimes, padlocking the fridge, <laughs> but equally establishing a new prayer routine. And I think an invaluable part of my sort of prayer rhythm has been. I'm participating in the weekly Zoom prayer meeting at 7.15 on a Monday Monday morning. And I've just loved praying with my brothers and sisters, doing life together with them, crying, celebrating answers to prayer. And it's really helped me sort of lift my gaze at times and and stretch my faith. It's been a great way of, of connecting and starting the week. And I really can't wait for that day to come when I can meet some of those guys face to face.
8: Yeah, so even with the January um, fast that's coming up, um, it just gives us the opportunity to fast in so many different ways. I mean, many of us will do a four-week fast. Um, some of us will do a Italian fast. Some will even do um, fasting for social media or technology. Power be one fast is, is up to you. Um, I just believe that as we you know, create more quiet and um, hunger in our physical lives, um, our spiritual lives will catch up and just have more of a hunger for God. Um, so we'll be having corporate meetings as well. Um, you can find information on kingsarms.org slash first. Um, please sign up and tell us how you're fasting um, and just receive daily updates about what we're praying for each day.
3: Yeah, that's great. And I've definitely found that praying with others has helped me to pray more. And I like to try new things. You know, um, I don't want to get stale in my praying. So I think it's really good to ask other people how they pray, how they fast get creative. Um, So you could arrange to pray as a household or with some friends over a video call every day of the week. Pray for each other and with each other, sorry, for each other and with each other. Um, But don't forget to sign up um, for the whole church prayer meeting on on Friday evening, both in person and online. And Saturday, there'll be a prayer treasure hunt for the whole family too. So again, details on the website, kingsarms.org slash best.
0: Isn't that fantastic, hearing of how people have held on to God through the midst of everything that's going on? And I would encourage you to step in and get involved in how you can take part in this Thirst Prayer and Fasting Week as well. Find out more at kingsarms.org slash thirst. Okay? Now, uh, we're always thrilled every week for those people who partner with us in uh, giving toward the life of the church. And if you want to, you can do that at kingsarms.org slash donate. And the only other thing I wanted to mention quickly was that this evening, we're back doing our live chats on Facebook and on YouTube. If you want to join us to ask questions and engage with some of the leaders, we're going to be doing lots of them through the course of this term. 8pm, it will begin.
1: Great. So just shortly, Phil Wilthew is going to be preaching for us. Um, and I'm really looking forward to starting the year with a Phil Wilthew preach. Um, and before that, we've got a short video where Caroline and Katie just kind of talk and reflect together on um, holding on to dreams last year, um, contending for them and just really trusting God as they pursued those dreams.
5: I'm Caroline and I'm Katie and with this service and talking lots about celebration and thanksgiving and testimonies of arts of prayer We wanted to spend a moment talking about contentment as well as grieving with God
6: Yeah we always meet together on a Wednesday morning anyway to talk and pray And um, one of those Wednesday mornings God just really um, started speaking to us about, um, about the wild and him inviting us into the wild, into the unknown um, for this for this year and so that
5: we were there and then uh and then we started actually to see some breakthroughs in march and then as you all know march 2020 covid hit and we found ourselves kind of caught up in this much slower much less dream fulfilling moment and um and i think for both of us together and separately that was the time where we started exploring this topic of contentment
6: I remember one day God really spoke to me about um, about how He had invited us into into the um, into the dream to really connect with it, to say it out loud to each other, um, to pray about it together. And then um, and then it didn't happen, and it reminded me of when um, He invited invited the disciples out onto the boat, knowing there was a storm. And um, so I just started saying, Father, you know, I guess we kind of did it together, just saying, God, what? What um, what do you have for us in this time, and um, and why have you called us into this? It's obviously not about the outcome. It's not about getting what we wanted um, that we were hoping for, the physical thing. Mm. Um, so what is it
5: um, for me? I just kept thinking like he's the hope beyond the grave, like there are hope. But but we want to be people who dream, but we also have this certain hope, and both of us got this. Um, this book—it's a it's a liturgy book. It's called Every Moment Holy, and um, Caroline found it and, and shared it with me. And it um, it's a book that really draws you into every moment and finding God in that moment, in both the joys, the fulfillment, but also the not the not yet fulfilled or the very much unfulfilled.
6: I, it's really helped me get the. Um, they're just they're just prayers for lots of everyday little things, but. It's really helped me to get the um, to get the almost to live with that bigger picture that of course we're made for a kingdom where there's no injustice where there's no sadness where there's no sickness, where there's no death and so everything in our being um, wants those things and longs for those things and dreams about those things and that's right and we should be we should be doing those things that's right um, but but also God is is kind and he's involved and he remembers that that we're just dust. And so as we journey that out and it's human and it's broken, um, he's right there with us. Yeah, he's definitely been the treasure in the moment. Yeah.
5: We have, we'll look back on 2020 as a year that was both both one of real victory and breakthrough, one of dreaming and prayers, some amazing answers to prayer. And yet we saw some absolute insults to our prayers as well and things that felt utterly the opposite of what we'd been praying for and we did not understand. But in the midst of that, I think there's been such a depth of contentment. and, um, And I think actually the beauty in that has been the vulnerability of bringing my real heart, my real offering, which is, Hope, it's faith, and um, but ultimately it's trust in my King, and just knowing that for all eternity we will be together, and some of these promises will be fulfilled and some may not. So yeah, we look forward to twenty twenty one, a year of fulfilment, a year of dreams and impossible prayers being answered, and yet in the midst of that, we we look forward to a twenty twenty one where we are deeply content for who. We present our heart prayers before our Father and just trust him and trust his goodness
7: no matter the outcomes. Well, Happy New Year to you. I hope you had a great Christmas time and well done for emerging into 2021. And of course, 2020 was the kind of year that none of us were expecting to have, and far from it being the year of clear vision, 2020 vision, it was a year of trouble and strife for most of us, a very unexpected year. And as we land into a new year, it's so critical that we start the year in the manner that we mean to go on, i.e. thankful, worshipful, grateful, and of course, uh, science has caught up recently with what we've known spiritually for many, many years and decades that actually thankfulness is an incredible power in our lives. So we know scientifically, for example, that people who express greater gratitude often form much deeper friendships and connections with other people and it can be from small things like thanking someone for holding the door open for you or thanking a workman who's working in your house. Small little acts of gratitude in our lives actually cause deeper connections to form with other people, it creates community. We know also that gratitude uh, causes us to be emotionally more healthy Uh, Grateful people tend to be less frustrated. They tend to have less toxic emotions in their life, like uh, anger uh, and self-hatred. Grateful people uh, tend to have reduced aggression and they often have greater self-esteem. There are all sorts of now known benefits of thankfulness and practicing gratitude in our lives and of course what science really is doing is catching up with what God has always known and we've always read in the word of God which is the power of thanksgiving the power of thanksgiving and ultimately thanksgiving for the Christian is the art of remembering the grace of God at work in our lives that God doesn't owe us anything and yet he has given us everything John 3.16 tells us God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And so Thanksgiving starts as a recognition and recalling of the grace of God in our lives, that he is good. Thanksgiving is not just an act or a reaction. Thanksgiving actually is meant to be the lifestyle of the Christian believer. And so as we start this year, I want us to just meditate on a few of the Apostle Paul's words in Philippians chapter one, where he writes to the Christians in Philippi and reminds them about the power of thanksgiving from his own example and his own life. And what we're gonna see in Paul's words are three things. Number one, we're gonna see his thankfulness for people. Number two, his thankfulness in all circumstances. And number three, his thankfulness in prayer we're going to see these three things so let's look at the first his thankfulness for people Philippians 1 and verse 3 we read this I thank my God every time I remember you in all my prayers for all of you I always pray with joy Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this. He who began a good work in you will carry on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. This is where Paul starts with thanksgiving. He thanks God for people. I thank my God every time I remember you. And I think as we look back over 2020. I think we've all had a fresh revelation that what we've missed is not possessions. We've missed people. It's our connection, our proximity to people that has felt uh, the, the, the most costly thing in this last season. We've realized that we're thankful for people, for relationships, for family, that this is actually what really counts. And this is exactly where Paul starts. And I'll suggest is where we should start at the start of twenty. 20- 21 thanking God for people and Paul starts actually with the most significant person in his life he says I thank God I thank God that's where his thanksgiving starts his his attention is actually directed heavenwards towards his heavenly father he's like I thank God first he's like I thank God that he who began a good work in you will finish it He's thankful for a God of unending faithfulness, Uh, not a God of half measures, not a God who begins things and then loses interest and wanders off. No, no, no. He's like, I thank God. He who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. He's recalling to mind the great rock like unending faithfulness of mighty God. That's where his thanksgiving is fixed. And, you know, I think we've all learned our circumstances change, but God does not. He is eternally faithful and good. I love the way Moses describes God in Deuteronomy 32, 4. He says this, for I will proclaim the name of the Lord, ascribe greatness to our God. He is the rock. His work is perfect and all his ways are just a God of faithfulness without injustice righteous and upright is he we got one great big reason to be thankful at the start of this year God ascribe greatness to God our rock his ways are perfect that means in all of the mystery that's gone in this last year one thing we know for certain God has not changed (laughs) He is the same yesterday, today and forever. His word is faithful. His ways are true. His ways are righteous and praiseworthy. Your father God has not changed. And so start this year by thanking God for himself, that he is your father, that he is your God. I thank God. This is where Paul starts, but he moves on to actually to thank God for the people in his life for the specific people that are around him in his church family. He remembers them and it causes him thanksgiving. And again, at the start of this year, I'd encourage us to spend time just thanking God for the people that he's put around us, the the church family that he's put in our our lives, the friends that are around us in our community. Thank God specifically for the people that reveal to you something about the grace and the character of God. I and mean, when I think about this past year, you know, I thank God for Peter and Amanda Humphrey who put me and Carol up for five months last year in their house because our house was a disaster zone and it was being fixed. And they took us in and looked after us. And Pete and Amanda, thank you. When I think of you, I thank God for you and for your friendship. You know, I think about all the skilled people that renovated our home and fixed leaky roofs and fixed kind of plumbing jobs. You know, I think of Phil and Joe and Ben and Stephen and many, many others who are in our house. I thank God when I remember you and I remember your grace and your skill and your patience and your hard work. You know, I think about people in our community who have been serving their socks off to just love people in our society in this last season. You know, whether it's policemen or social workers or healthcare workers or uh, nurses or whatever kind of field of work you've been working. I thank God when I remember you and for the work that you are doing. You know, I think about Ruth Coleman, who lives with us. And I thank God for you, Ruth, because... Of your hard work your diligence your love for people your perseverance for the way that you've loved the least and the last and done your job with just incredible incredible humility uh, i thank god for you you know i thank god for many church leaders that i work with in my day job who are leading their church communities in the seeds of unprecedented chaos and change you know, i thank god for you i thank god for the evidence of the fruit of the Spirit, even in chaotic times, you know whether it 's just looking after the the lonely and the broken, whether it 's including them in family, whether it 's uh, looking after the lost in your communities and seeing the gospel bear fruit, I think of my friend Mikhail in Turkey, a difficult nation to be a Christian in right now, and yet last year uh, led over three hundred and forty people to Christ and planted seven new churches you know. I thank God for you, Mikael. This is what Paul is doing. He's thinking of specific people in his life and he's like, when I remember you, I thank God for you. Why don't you do that at the start of this year? Just recall to mind the people that he's put in your life and thank God for them. He puts us in family because we need one another and praise God for it. But Paul moves on this passage and he begins to focus his attention on thanksgiving in all circumstances in verse 7 we read it is right for me to feel this way about all of you since i have you in my heart and whether i am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel all of you share in god's grace with me god can testify how i long for all of you with the affection of christ jesus Paul moves on and says listen whether I'm in chains or whether I'm free to proclaim the gospel my position is fixed I'm just thanking God my heart is full of affection for you and my circumstances don't actually change that fact the grace of God is on me whether I'm in a season of thick or in a season of thin I'm remaining the same this is a powerful powerful reminder that thanksgiving is not ultimately dependent on our circumstances but it's dependent on on our stances and you can choose to live one of two ways and I love the way our friend Chris Vallotton puts it he says this there are two ways to live life you can let your circumstances dictate your stances or you can let your stances dictate your circumstances trials do not mold you as much as they reveal you noble people don't change when times are tough they change the times I love that And in Paul's world, he's saying this, listen, I've got a fixed stance in my life. I'm not living by my circumstances. It doesn't matter to me whether I'm in chains or whether I'm free. My stance is the same. God is for me and not against me. God is good all the time. In him, there is no shadow or turning. I know that he gave his son for me. I know that the cross is God's final answer on how he views suffering and evil and sickness and sin. I know that my savior is alive forevermore. I know that I'm going to be in eternity with him forever. I know that his goodness and mercy follows me all the days of my life, whether I'm in chains or whether I'm free. It doesn't change this stance. If God is for me, who can be against me? And this just permeates his life with thankfulness. Which way are you going to choose to live this year? Which way am I going to choose to live this year? And I'll be honest, this is easy to say and it's more difficult to live out. And I think I've most clearly seen this live out in the life of my own wife Carol who through thick and thin through long-term sickness and family disasters and different pressures has maintained and chosen a lifestyle of thankfulness whether in thick or whether in thin and watching her I've learned this that thankfulness is not just your response when you get out of the hole thankfulness is your response that releases grace while you're still in the hole thankfulness actually is what invites the grace of God into your circumstances and so I would encourage you to choose this year to live from the stance of gratitude from the stance of I know my God is for me and the cross and the resurrection are God's final word and they are going to dictate the way that I live the way that I think and the way that I behave this year and then thirdly Paul lands by bringing his thanksgiving with prayer. He says, this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus to the praise and glory of God. Paul expresses his thanksgiving lastly through prayer and notice that he doesn't pray a self-entitled 21st century prayer of God make me wealthy and happy and I pray that everything will go swimmingly that's not what he prays this is what he prays I pray that your love would abound that you may discern what is best and that you may be filled with the fruit of righteousness that's his prayer he's praying kingdom-minded prayers And I want to stir us and call us and exhort us this year to be a people of radical prayer, perhaps like never before in our lives, and that we would give ourselves to prayer, pray these kind of prayers that the Apostle Paul was praying, to pray that our love for people would grow, that we may learn to discern what is best, and that our lives would be filled with the fruit of righteousness. And I later on in the letter, Paul says this, listen, do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation with prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And we are entering right now into a week of prayer and a week of fasting. There are going to be loads of opportunities to hook in and pray this this year and this week in particular. And I want to encourage you to fast from something. You know, in, in November, I fasted for 10 days from playing games on my phone and from drinking coffee. And it felt just a little bit costly, but I tell you, it stirred my hunger to seek God. Give up something so that you can express your desire for God And for his kingdom to break into this world. Let's give ourselves to extraordinary prayer. Because I tell you, he or she who gives themselves to prayer is going to win the fight in the days to come. Let's present our requests with thanksgiving this year. So guys, happy new year. I'm praying that the kingdom of God comes on your life and my life and our life as a church community but let's start this year as we mean to go on full of gratitude. Amen.
0: Thanks so much Phil and listen thank you so much to you for joining us today. Uh, it's been great to start 2021 with you and we really do hope you have a fantastic week as we come in for to the end of our meeting just now.
1: Yeah, we just wanted to say, if you've been watching this meeting um, and you don't yet know Jesus, but you'd like to know more, please do just click the live prayer button, um, or you can connect with us online, maybe if you're watching this on demand, at kingsarms.org. But also... Just our curiosity, if anyone has already noticed Steve use any of the three words I said not to, outstanding, beautiful, brilliant, we'd love to hear from you. or just mention it in the chat. You can I, just email him. I
0: genuinely don't think I have, but may I express my apologies if I already have slipped up. But listen, have a fantastic week. On behalf of Ali and I, thank you so much for being with us today.